NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. Also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home of avid sports bettors providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at Better Edge, promo code SGP, for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you our friends at Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at AcePerHead.com, slash SGP. That's AcePerHead.com, slash SGP. And just a quick note about this episode. Uh, this was a live stream we recorded on the Locker Room app. So the audio, as you could probably already hear, is not going to be as high quality as the our, our normal shows that Zach and I do because uh, we record this on our phone uh, due to the app functionality, but uh, in, instead of the mics we normally use for our shows. So uh, if the audio quality bugs you, um, sorry about that, but uh, you should really you know, download the Locker Room app and join us in these live streams. They're really fun, or anybody can ask to speak and, and give us a pics or ask questions or you know, show how smart you are with some trends, perhaps. We're going to be doing another one at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time this Monday. That's MLK Day. We're going to be previewing all the big slate of MLK Day games. We're going to be talking about bets some uh, DFS picks, all kinds of things. So make sure to join in. And Zach and I will be back with our regular show next Wednesday. Enjoy. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and we're happy to be back on the locker room for another edition of our NBA Gambling Friday Picks. Uh, I've got joining me Zach Broner. We just had Moon off on here as well, but I think he just jumped, uh, he might have dropped off here. He'll, he'll be back in soon, I imagine. Zach, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, bro. Good, good, uh, good, good talking to you. Glad to be back on locker room and yeah, big, big time Friday night slate tonight. So let's, uh, yeah, let's get into it. And I know Moon just came back in. So, um, obviously the James Harden trade was crazy. Um, I'm just pumped. I, I was happy for. I think all I think, teams made. I think all teams made out pretty well. I think Houston's got to be happy. I think Brooklyn's excited. I think Indiana and Cleveland got in good business as well. So all around fun trade for all parties. Absolutely. Let's talk real fast about the uh, let's talk real fast about the odds here. Uh, the future how the futures odds moved. Brooklyn's NBA championship odds shortened from plus five fifty went all the way up to plus two seventy. Uh, Lakers are still the favorite. Um, their line fell from plus two forty five to plus two sixty. 
So uh, if you liked the Lakers before, I like them just as much now. So go ahead and jump on them as a future uh, with those plus 260 odds. Uh, the L.A. Uh, Clippers odds were lengthened from uh, plus 575 to plus 600. And the Bucks price uh, fell from plus uh, 545 to plus 700. So if you're a Bucks fan, I mean, that's that's good for you because I don't know if their chances have really moved that much with Harden on the team but, or on the Nets, but we'll see. Um, I mean, let's start with Munaf because uh, you're a Houston native, a Rockets fan. Uh, overall, how are you feeling just about the trade in general and uh, where are you putting money? Yeah, it kind of happened really fast, especially after the post-game comments he made after the Lakers game. Um, I think that was just his way of kind of forcing his way out of there or getting out of there as soon as he could. Um, as far as the trade went, I think um, I think we got excellent uh, draft compensation for it. Uh, you know, four first-round picks, you know, four uh, – picks to for them to get swapped with um the nets then also they made a second trade with the pacers to trade uh karis lovert over to victor oladipo so i'm excited to see what victor oladipo is going to bring to the rockets as far as being in that starting lineup with john wall and christian wood and eric gordon pj tucker um but all in all yeah i think um this feels like a, like a heavy weight's been lifted off of the shoulders and now Steven Silas can insert his offensive game plan and the vision that he had for this team. And um, it's going to be exciting to see. I know, I mean, I don't, we don't have the championship aspirations this season or beyond, but it's just going to be exciting to see that we have just dogs on this team that are hungry and they want to get out there and, and prove people wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to jump in real quick. I, I'm looking at, and I, you know, don't know what people have it at their book, but, Houston Rockets to win the Southwest Division plus 900. Um, you know, I think this team definitely could be really competitive during this regular season, like everything Munaf just said. I um, agree with all of that. Victor Oladipo, obviously a win now piece. You know, you have the Mavericks who are solid, but n- not like, you know, as, as good as maybe they're supposed to be in the Pelicans. So 9 to 1, that could be worth a good look, or maybe just Rockets to make the playoffs or something like that. I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, Weight's been lifted, lot to prove, good young coach, and some good, good personnel. So I think they could make a push for the back end of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of other odds, I feel like this affects Katie's odds for MVP. I'm still seeing it at a plus 750. Uh, how do you think that'll be affected by Harden there? I mean, that, that feels like it's going to be more of a long shot for KD. Yeah, definitely could be. I mean, it probably hurts him. I think it's a little early to say. I, I don't know if KD, I mean, if that was ever that realistic. In the, I mean, I guess it was if Kyrie sits out. Um, it still could be possible. I think, you know, you're, you're going to see how this Nets team will probably struggle a little bit to work these pieces in. I could see KD kind of taking a step back and being that, like, you know, spot-up shooter off-ball who lets Kyrie and James get comfortable. So I definitely think it will hurt his individual numbers a good amount coming up, at least in the short term. Yeah, I had one of uh, two of my best bets prior to the season as as far as futures went. I, I put money on both uh, KD and Bradley Beal to uh, win the scoring championship, uh, win the scoring title or uh, have the highest points per game. Uh, it looks pretty good to start off with. They're 
you know, guess who's in the two tops top spots? It's Bradley Beal and KD. But I think KD's mm-hmm. points per games are going to come down now for sure. Yeah, and th- those look like good bets from you. So nice job. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was bragging just a little bit there. <laughs> uh, I mean, tw- you know, twelve, thirteen games in, not a, not a big brag, but still, uh, I like what I see so far. Um, it's, while we're on MVP futures, uh, talking along those lines. Uh, I just wanted to point out that LeBron is still at 13 to one for MVP. And I think the prevailing narrative coming into this season was that he was going to take it easy for the first half. uh, You know, let AD take on more of the burden, uh, you know, save his body. But I, I I feel like that's just couldn't be farther from the truth. He looks totally bought in. I mean, you can tell he's on autopilot a little bit at times, but he's still putting up great numbers. Uh, He's, you know, 24, eight and seven and a half. Obviously those assist numbers are, are quite a bit down from last season where he led the league in assists. But I think that's because they have Schroeder on the roster there and he doesn't have to ha- handle as much of the, uh, the uh, facilitating responsibilities. Uh, we've seen how much narrative can play a part in uh, an MVP winning. Uh, do you think LeBron at 13 to one is kind of like, uh, you know, his LeBron's last MVP stand. Do you think that's a good bet? Munaf? Um, I think for, for, for LeBron right now, I mean, we, we kind of go back to what they added in the off season, right? Like you hit the nail on the head with, with them getting Dennis Schroeder um, handling the ball and kind of facilitating the offense and getting the offense going where LeBron had that responsibility last season and previous, but some of the other guys in the league that are putting up the numbers that they're putting up right now, I think that maybe Anthony Davis might be a better, um, better option for for a regular season MVP. You think um, so? It's a, I, I, I would, feel like he's, I would think so. I feel like he's more an autopilot than uh, LeBron, and he's has a shorter odds. Yeah, it almost seems like that Anthony Davis hasn't really like played up to the potential that he has so far this season that are still sitting at what 10 and three on the season so uh, i i know they haven't played very many uh great teams right now i mean they get they beat the rockets twice and then they beat um was the thunder the other night so i think once they get a step up in competition or, or play some of these tougher teams we might see lebron and ad playing up to their full potential but what what uh, what what the Joker is doing? What Giannis is doing? What you know, Luca starting to come on. I'm not sure that LeBron will be the MVP at least for the regular season. Yeah, I just don't think you know Luca is still the favorite. I just and uh, I love what Jokic is doing as far as numbers. I'm just not sure that their teams are going to win enough games and be in those like top three spots to really warrant a, an MVP uh, win. I mean, the last time. You know, we saw a team that wasn't one of the top three win the MVP. It was uh, Harden averaging that triple double. I'm sorry, not yeah. Harden. Uh, Westbrook, Westbrook averaging that yeah. triple double. Uh, Zach, where are you with MVP right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously liking Jokic a lot here. Uh, I think he's been ridiculous. I, I think it's a little early to see how it shakes out, just because we don't really know what narratives are going to take hold over the middle of the season, kind of like what you were referring to. Um, so I think. Right now is kind of a waiting game where everyone's kind of establishing their baseline stat line. Like, you know, Jokic obviously at 24, 11, and 10 right now, pretty ridiculous. Um, but I think we got to see where these standings start to shake up as we, you know, progress towards towards the playoff chase. 
Absolutely. Okay, moving into our picks for Friday. Just wanted to mention last night, I kind of closed my eyes and took all the road dogs since uh, road dogs on the season are covering at a clip of nearly 62%. Uh, Road dogs went uh, three and two against the spread last night. Uh, Away teams right now are still covering at a 56.5% clip against the spread. Uh, Dogs in general are at uh, 57.5%. So, uh, dogs and road teams are uh, definitely looking like good bets right now as far as trends going. We just had John Lee enter the conversation. How's it going, John? How are you doing, boys? Good, good. Uh, anything you want to jump in with before we get into the games tonight? Um, no, I, I, I like the Nikola Jokic uh, um, odds right now. But like uh, Zach said, we don't know the narrative just yet. Um, yeah. And so... So you're holding off on putting any money down right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm holding off until probably another month or so. I, yeah, I would yeah. say. I like that. Um, having said that, uh, um, can I just tell you my kind of just my pick of the day? I think for absolutely, yeah. And it might be the first game on, on your slate that you're talking about, the Orlando versus Boston. I know Orlando's plus three tonight. Um, is that what you guys have? Orlando plus, I have plus three. three and a half. I'm saying plus three, plus three and, and a half, but the, yeah. Um, is and I might is, is the Celtics without Walker and Tatum and possibly Brown tonight? If that's the case, Brown, I've seen Brown Tyson Brown questionable. I'm 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 leaning Magic plus three, maybe not leaning, maybe hammering it. But I don't. I just want to know your thoughts. Magic plus three. Yeah, you know what? I actually that was the first game uh, we're going to cover, and I do like that angle. Uh, I'm seeing. Uh, public and sharp money coming in very heavily on the Celtics for whatever reason. Um, the Celtics haven't played in like a week. Their, their last three games have uh, been postponed. Uh, I've seen Tristan Thompson back probable. Uh, Tatum's obviously still out, as is Walker. Um, but I'm not, uh, you know, I like that magic plus three and a half. Uh, what are you thinking, uh, Zach? Yeah, I, li- I like the magic in this game as well. Um Obviously, going to see how this injury shakes out, but um, I like the angle. So, um, yeah, definitely, um, definitely leaning magic there. Yeah, Orlando is two and five against the spread in their last seven. They haven't looked as on fire as they did coming out uh, in, in the beginning of the season. Um, seeing a total of two fifteen on this game, uh, Orlando's total has gone uh, under the last in uh, six of the seven last games. Uh, Fournier and MCW are. Out. Uh, Brown and Tatum. Brown and Tatum are both out. Yeah. Oh, Brown is is confirmed out. Yeah, and Walker. Or I guess he's listed as questionable. I'm not sure. I'm seeing yeah, Tyson Brown listed as questionable. Yeah. And, okay. and uh, Thompson back. Uh, Moonaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, I think it's Magic or Pass, especially if your best player Jason Tatum is out, and um, uh, if if Brown doesn't go either, if he still has a nagging injury, so that might be uh, um, affecting. Boston scoring tonight, but I think something to also look out for is uh, how well Magic, or yeah, how well Magic play on the defensive side of the basketball tonight. They've given up 122 points per game over their last three games. So um, if Brown's able to go, I might lean with uh, with Boston. But if he's not able, to, oh sorry, if he's not able to go, then yeah, I think it's Magic or pass. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh... Pablo Sanchez jumped in here to our chat and asked about what do we think about the under uh, total at uh, 213. I'm seeing uh, a 
my book listening at a 215 uh, win bet, uh, you can sign up for a free $500 bet if you go to uh, com slash win, W-Y-N-N. Uh, I do like the under tonight if, you know, Boston is going to be shorthanded as far as scores. If, if Brown is out, I definitely like the under. Uh, you can jump on that now, maybe because maybe the uh, total will move if Brown is confirmed. Uh, I already mentioned that the uh, Magic are uh, when, games have gone under in the last six of seven games. Um, any thoughts on on the totals, guys? Yeah, I, I would lean under as well. Both these teams in the bottom half of the league in pace, um, especially if the Celtics have all these injuries, you're going to think they're going to want to manage possessions. So um, I could definitely see this game, you know, around 100 possessions, you know, maybe even less. So I, I, I like this under um, at two 215 if you get it at win bet. So always get the best of the number if you can. Under for me too. Uh, under, if I can, especially if I can get it under 215, like yeah. you're seeing. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anything Let's... on this game before we move on to the next one? No. Okay. I'm uh, going to move on. The next game I have on the slate is New York Knicks at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I'm seeing Knicks right now giving up uh, two and a half. Um, yeah, two and a half. Uh, the public money heavy on the Knicks. Sharp money right now I'm seeing is heavy on the Cavs. Uh, Knicks are five and seven against the spread, as are the Cavs. It's the lowest total on the board at uh, 200 or 200 and a half, I'm saying, at some books. Uh, New York is one and four against the spread in their last five. Cleveland are one and five against the spread in their last six games. Looks like uh, the Sexland duo is still out. Uh, Drummond is probable. Uh, Prince and Jared Allen are questionable if they're joining the team or not tonight. I feel like I am want to go with the sharp money here and play the Cavs, kind of fading the public. What are you thinking, Zach? This is your Knicks team. Yeah, I think that, I think this is a good spot for the Knicks. I, I like the Knicks here. Um, you know, not my favorite type of angle, laying two on the road with a bad team, but um, I do think the Knicks have kind of swung a little too far in the pendulum the other way. Obviously started hot. Now they're really cold, but, um, you know, I still think this team has a, a, a solid uh, – a solid level to find and they could play up in this spot. So I like the Knicks here. Okay. And can Knicks there, uh, it looks like Burks is still going to be out and, but Obi Toppin is back. Uh, Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, I got to lean with the Cavs here. I mean, this line kind of, kind of stinks to me. Um, especially with, with Cavs having sex land out and, um, if, if Drummond's able to go and, uh, Larry Nance, they should, um, put up a a good defensive effort against Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson inside. So that'll be a matchup to watch. And then um, I was watching the Nets and Knicks game the other night, and it just seems like they're kind of stuck on the offensive side of the basketball. It's just like they're uh, passing it to Julius Randle, letting him do his thing, and then everybody else is getting out of the way. So uh, a slight lean to the Knicks here. Okay. Uh, Sorry, uh, the Cavs. Cavs, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and, and this is also a rematch of earlier in the year. Knicks went in and beat the Cavs at, in Cleveland by nine. Um, you know, quick look at that box score, though. The Knicks did shoot 56% from three in that game. So, you know, don't want to read too much into it. But, you know, I think the Knicks are a team that can uh, pounce on worse competition and, you know, try to right some of their wrongs right now as, as, as a team. Yeah. 
Okay. I should mention on the total, even though that's the lowest total on the board right now, uh, the Knicks, uh, the last eight of their last nine games have gone under the projected total, and the uh, Cavs, 10 of their last 10 games have gone under the projected total. Uh, John, you got a, a lean on this game? John, are you still with us? Okay. Uh, I think it's like my, my bad. My bad. I, I, I was trying to unmute myself. And, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm still still trying to get used to the app. Um, I got I got RJ Barrett over 27.5 points, rebound, assists, uh, minus 120. What are your thoughts on that? That's what I'm leaning towards. The, Ooh, Munaf is our uh, our player prop expert. Where are you like on that, Munaf? Yeah, RJ Barrett's been playing well for them. Um, I think if he's able to get to the basket and really facilitate the offense, I mean, last couple games. He's had uh, what twenty? He had twenty-five and three against the Knicks, eleven, nine, and five against uh, the Hornets. So um, the matchup in the backcourt, obviously, if if they don't have uh, uh, Sexton and Garland going tonight, RJ Barrett should have a good game for the Knicks. So yeah, slightly into that over to the uh, on that player prop. The the minus one point five that I'm seeing for the overall game, um, like I'm not like with Drummond. Possibly playing Drummond's playing. Then it looks I'm, like he's I'm, probable, yeah. Then I'm I'm not really feeling the minus one point five too much. That's why I'm going with the player prop, going okay. with Moon, or or Moonoff's you know specialty there. So yeah, any the, worries here about just the you know Drummond being uh, bummed out about you know them trading for Jared Allen and is he is he going to start tanking games or uh, you think they're going to the Cavs are going to move Drummond with so much front court. Uh, depth now yeah I think that once we approach the trade deadline here I mean they have Kevin Love they have Drummond they have JaVale McGee and now you add Jared Hallen so I think either maybe two or at least one for sure is not going to be on this team uh, yeah come, probably going to be Drummond deadline. with that big contract huh yeah I think they would probably want to unload that contract and, and uh, have some money free up so uh, it'll he's be free- interesting to see which team wants him. Yeah, he's a free agent at the end of this season as well. I think Jared Allen is a restricted free agent, so they probably want that right. contract more. Obviously, they went out and got him. Anything else on this game before we move on to the Mavs Bucks? No. All right. We got the Dallas Mavericks at the Milwaukee Bucks. I saw this line open at Bucks minus six and a half. It it looks like it's uh, up to minus seven and a half for the Bucks right now. I'm seeing a total at two twenty eight. Um the last game that you know, Dallas has been really short handed, but uh Pazingas came back last game and looked great. I was uh, wrong in fading them against the Charlotte, uh, Dallas won uh, straight up and covered the spread. KP played 21 minutes, had 16 points, four boards, and went four for nine from three. Uh, Dallas still looks like they're missing Powell, Kleber, Richardson, Finney Smith, and Brunson. Uh, Zach, what are you thinking on a shorthanded Mavs team tonight? Yeah, this can be a great game tonight. So, really looking forward to watching this. Um, I'll probably lean on the Mavs. Um, I think, you know, Luca and KP have the ability to carve this sort of stubborn Bucks defense. I'm seeing Drew Holiday as day-to-day here, so not sure what's going on with that. But um, I like the personnel matchup for the Mavs. Um, obviously scary fading this Bucks team at home. I mean, the Bucks have had the best offense in the NBA so far this year, but 
the Mavericks defense has kind of sneaky been very good. Um, that's probably a little bit of early season small sample, but um, yeah, don't really have a great uh, feel for the side either way. Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee's offense has been great, but they're only six and six against the spread. But they are four and two against the spread at home so far this yeah. season. They won their first, their last three straight up. But that was against uh, Cleveland, Orlando, and Detroit, all struggling teams, and they were housed before that uh, by Utah at home. And Utah has been struggling a bit. Uh, Moon off for Jong, you got a, a lean on this game? Dogger pass for me. Um, maybe Dallas plus seven, but that's that's really it for me. All right. Uh, Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, I actually like Dallas at, at plus seven. Um, defensively, yeah, they're really underrated right now. So number two in defensive efficiency over their last three games, they're at a, at point nine eight six, which is second, third, fourth best in the league. So um, with Porgesingas back and, and Luca uh, and and Tim Hardaway Jr., I, I kind of like uh, Dallas plus a seven tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing that. Holiday for Milwaukee is probable. Uh, I guess he was questionable up until this morning. Um, and let's see. Uh, Pablo Sanchez just popped into our chat and says, uh, Dallas beat them twice last year by four each time. Uh, good note, but I feel like these are uh, different teams with Dallas having so many players out. But uh, maybe with Porzingis back there, a little similar to the same team as last year than than I think. Yeah, um, I, 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 I like Dallas here. I, I agree. I think this is actually uh, the more I think about this matchup, I just think, yeah, they're a different team. But the Luca, the Luca KP style is just so uh, it's very penetrating, and it's that that, yeah. that doesn't change year over year. So I like this Dallas matchup. Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas and the points as well, just be. Because uh, I'm not sure which way to lean, but I have to go with the trend of uh, road dogs uh, covering at over 60%. So I like that there. Uh, moving on, and, and just a reminder, if anybody else wants to jump in, give us their picks, just go ahead and request to speak, and I'll bring you on in. I'm happy to hear from all of you. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I got burned on taking Minnesota on Wednesday in this matchup. Uh, I thought with Cat back that the, the – t- the Timberwolves would take care of business, but, um, you know, Minnesota led a lot of the game and and then they just gave it up in the fourth quarter and Memphis won outright. Seeing Timberwolves minus two, a total at 224 and a half. Um, You know, Munaf, where are we at with tracking these, uh, these games of uh, the uh, two game series over three nights. Uh, do we have yes. a lean on which on how they're doing right now? So uh, I had it updated through uh, through this past weekend, and especially for the Western Conference, they've had eight total series up to last Sunday, and seven of them have split on the ATS. So if if, if we're gonna stay with that trend, I think Minnesota might be the play tonight. Just maybe to keep in mind, John Moran was questionable, so he may play or may not play tonight. So something to keep an eye on. But I would lean toward Minnesota in this game. Yeah, I uh, I hear you there. I'd like to see if Morant is back. Uh, Memphis are four and one against the spread in the last five games without Morant, though. So uh, they're playing yeah. better for being as shorthanded as they are. Um, oh, just in the chat, I see Pablo asking if uh, Kleber in the last game is going i'm seeing that he is out tonight maxi cleaver uh zach you got to lean on this memphis minnesota game 
No, I mean, I, I, I really like Minnesota in that first game of this uh, seri- uh, two-game series. I'll probably go back to Minnesota here. I, I think, you know, it's, it feels like good, uh, but um, that was a, a crazy game. I thought Minnesota had that in the bag, and then Memphis just took over late. So, yeah. looking forward to uh, checking in this one again on League Pass. Minnesota is 3-1 and one against the spread with Towns on the roster. However, I should mention that Rubio and Hernan Gomez are out with uh, quarantine issues, so I don't know if that changes your mind at all, Zach. Um, I, have to, I, have to, I don't agree with you, but let me uh, check back in on the spreadsheet tonight. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, just a reminder, you can check out Zach and I's updated picks uh Every day uh, at sg.pn slash NBA picks. Jong, you got a, a lean on this Memphis uh, Minnesota game? Um, I'm over two in picking Minnesota, so I'm I'm probably staying away on this on this game today. Um, yeah, probably smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on this game before we move on to Chicago OKC? No, no. Isn't John Moran potentially coming back tonight? Yeah, uh, Memf- uh, Munaf mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like uh, I'm, uh, the last report I saw is that he's questionable for tonight, but I think they're really trying to bring him back for uh, the MLK day. So he'll be, he'll be back by – he might take the weekend off and then come back on Monday. Yeah. Um, oh, Daniel just mentioned in our chat that Morant won't return. The Grizz always do this, so they, they'll probably let him sit out a couple more games until they're 100% on him. Moving on to the Chicago Bulls versus OKC. Uh, I saw this line at OKC minus one and a half, but I'm seeing on win bet uh, that the book that we use is uh, it's a pick 'em right now. I'm seeing a total at 224 and a half. Chicago, surprise, you know, as far as gamblers are concerned, Chicago has the best record in the league, uh, eight and three against the spread, five and zero oh against the spread over their last five games. OKC at six and five against the spread. They've been pleasantly, uh, you know, they've been surprisingly good as well. However, I am saying that they're zero and five straight up in their last five games at home. Uh, Beasley is questionable. He left the last game with an injury. I'm gonna lean Chicago here just because while both teams have been hot, I feel like uh, Chicago is a bit due. They've they've lost a lot of these games quick, so I think that they're due to win. Uh, Zach, you got a lean on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we we've both been up and down on this on this team uh, on both these teams really. Um, I'll probably have to lean on OKC here just as, as a home team. Uh, you know, we don't really know what what the even though road, even though road teams have been covering more this season, <laughs> you're gonna have to keep reminding me of that every time I just <laughs> stick to my uh, you know my 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 tropes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like I, I still like OKC here. I'm, I'm not taking Chicago in this, but. Okay, uh, and yes, yeah, Saul just reminded us in our chat that marketing is back tonight. Uh, sorry, I had that written down. I forgot to mention it. I'm also saying that uh, Otto Porter is probable as well. Uh, Moon, have you got a lean on this game? Yeah, actually, like Chicago here, um, they haven't played since, what, Sunday? So I think they might have their little rest advantage here. It's not that they need it. They have a lot of young guys, so... They might be just itching to get back out on the court and just play ball versus where OKC is coming off um, a uh, couple tough opponents. They played San Antonio and then they have the Lakers. So uh, I lean uh, towards uh, Chicago here. I might actually just might play them if I could get it at a pick. 
Um, Zach Levine, man, that guy's been balling out of his mind, and it's really fun to watch him play too. So, maybe a Zach Levine three point um, uh, three point shots made prop is something that I might be looking at tonight. Yeah, I really feel like uh, Billy Donovan has gotten in Zach Levine's ear, and he is just playing uh, a lot better than I've seen him. You know, just, I mean, obviously small sample size, but he seems like he's bought into more team basketball rather than uh, just going for his own stats. Uh, John, you got a lean on this game? Absolutely. I got, I got two thoughts on this game. I'm definitely taking the Chicago money line minus 105. So that's definitely um, what I'm going for. Okay. And 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 maybe maybe Moonoff can speak more to this. I, I like Shea Gilgis Alexander over 4.5 assists at minus 145. He's been averaging 5.8 assists, you know, this season. So 4.5 is in that wheelhouse. So I'm taking the over on that. Ooh, that feels good. Uh, what what's the odds of that? You have the odds of them for you? Minus one forty five on, on that. Yeah, uh, Munaf, what do you what do you think on that? Yeah, so the offense obviously runs through uh, Shea Gilkis Alexander, right? So um, he's facilitating the offense. He's he's scoring for them too. So over there, his last um, last couple games, he's only had you know he only had one assist against the Lakers, but that's against one of the better defensive teams. He had two against the Spurs, but. Um, I think this may be a game where I see. I think we might see a lot more pace in this game. So for them to get up and down the floor, there might be opportunities for him to to, to get those assists. And five is not a big number, so I think he should be able to get that. Feels good. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put some money on that after we get off this call as well. Let's move on to our next game. We've got the Atlanta Hawks at the Utah Jazz. I'm seeing Jazz minus six, uh, a total of 226 and a half. Atlanta, after starting off hot, has been really struggling. They're one and four against the spread in their last five games, whereas Utah has gotten hotter. They're five and two against the spread in their last seven games. I'm seeing Ingles is out, but Derek Favors is probable. Uh, Atlanta has Bogdanovich out indefinitely. Uh, Capella looks like he's probable. Uh, obviously, Gallo, Rondo, and Dunn are still out. Uh, Zach, you got a lean on this game. I mean, you and I both started off real high on, on the Jazz coming into this season. They've struggled, but they look better now. We were both uh, low on the Hawks, and they look like you know they're playing out the way we thought of recent. Yeah, I, I like the Jazz here. I think it's a good matchup for them. Uh, obviously, they have the keys to sort of really just exploit Trey Young on the defensive end with you know, a few really good options as an on-ball guard scorer. So look for them to just, you know, really, really stress out Trey Young with, with Conley, Mitchell, and Clarkson. Um, so I, I could see definitely if you're looking for player props, uh, targeting some of the Jazz backcourt tonight or maybe maybe DraftKings. Um, but, yeah, I like the Jazz in this matchup. Maybe a Jazz team total over. Um, I think it'll be a really good matchup for their offense. They are, they've won three straight coming in, so feeling good about themselves. The Hawks were kind of in a free fall. Obviously, had the reporting coming out with uh, locker room issues. Uh, got a win against that depleted Sixers team, but now a much tougher spot on the road here against the Jazz. So I like Utah here. I like that, too. Uh, Pablo mentioned in our chat that these are the top two rebounding teams in the league. Thanks. I didn't have that in front of me. Uh, Munaf, what do you got here? Yeah, uh, I probably have to stay with the road dogs um, here. Uh, I watched some of Utah's games over the past past week on their road trip, and they've kind of been up and down, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, if Donovan Mitchell's not going, and it creates a problem for them. But Jordan Clarkson, I think, has been really good for them off the bench. But I think this is a game where you know Atlanta might be spike might 
sneak a win or you know should probably cover the game here um if they're able to rebound the basketball with john collins and clint capella inside and and especially on the offensive rebounding create some extra possessions for trey young and some of the shooters so uh they may be able to uh hang around in this game against the jazz you like capella even though gobert is going to be uh on his ass <laughs> yeah go- I'm not a fan of Gobert. I mean, for him to get the amount of money that he got for a guy that really doesn't do much. I mean, a lot of times when I'm betting on the Jazz and I'm watching him play, it's like, man, he just doesn't have it together. I don't know. I don't know what it is with him, but I, I, yeah, I understand that he, he's. he's, I mean, he's a, putting he's, up the. He's still putting up defensive stats this year. Yeah, he, he's getting the rebound and he's, and he's rebounding. Blocks, yeah, I think but, he's what, uh, second in the league in rebounding. Yeah, but I, I think I think John Collins might 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 give him a challenge tonight and i really like john collins so uh i'm just kind of staying with our those real dogs uh, yeah no i hear you i I'm, yeah. i've been going back and forth on this game myself uh john you got a lean on this game i'm going back and forth on this one too i mean i i definitely hear the uh the road dog uh but for some reason i'm 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 leaning towards the Utah. Is it minus seven or minus six? I'm seeing minus six right now. You could probably get it at minus, minus seven. Minus six. Okay, yeah, minus six. Uh, I, I am two two and one with the Jazz this this season, so uh, that that's making me want to do it. But I do hear the road dog. It probably lean on Utah minus six yeah. at, at minus one fifteen odds. Yeah, you know, uh, we're not the only ones going back and forth on this. I'm just watching the uh, public and sharp money coming in on this, and it's moved quite a bit uh, back and forth this morning. Right currently, I'm seeing public and sharp money slightly on the Jazz. Um, you know what? I I I know the trend of road dog, but I'm feeling the Jazz more here. If I have to go uh, one way or the other this morning. Moving on to our next game, we have the uh, Pelicans versus the LA Lakers. Uh, I saw this line open at minus eight and a half for the Lakers. And now I'm seeing it all the way up to minus 10 uh, Lakers. Uh, the Pelicans on Wednesday lost to the Clips, uh, but covered the spread. It looks like Zion is going to be back after missing the last game. Bledsoe is questionable. Lonzo Ball is out. So no Lonzo Ball revenge game tonight against the Lakers. But... We do have uh, Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart potential re- revenge games tonight. Uh, Lakers are seven and six against the spread. Pelicans are four and six against the spread. I'm seeing a total at two eighteen and a half. Zach, where are you going with this? Um, yeah, I think I, I don't usually go for totals, but I do like this under. Uh, I know Andrew in the chat was was touting the under here. Um, I, I like. Uh, you know, probably dog in the under, but uh, I think you know, both these teams are in a top 10 in defense here. Um, both kind of focused on that end, not much pace to it, uh, especially if Lonzo doesn't go. Um, you know, Pelican's going to really want to try to hamper on that end. Um, so I, I see this game going under, probably would lean to the dog, but 10-point spread, don't really have a good feel for either, either side of it. Yeah, I'm seeing that the Lakers, uh, eight of their last 11 games have gone under the projected total. So I okay. think that's, yeah, a, that's, good, that's a good lean. Trend there uh speaking of andrew he's just asked to uh come in and talk what do you got andrew yeah i just like to echo that under um i think i'll be telling that partly because you're seeing lebron not playing a high amount of minutes in the last few games you're seeing the lakers as one of the top defensive teams in the league and again as zach mentioned lonzo's not going tonight 
So I love the under here, and I think that's probably my pick. I don't love 10 points for the Lakers, and I'll probably just stick to the under. But uh, just echoing Zach and then those thoughts, uh, I have to follow that. I am seeing the trend of uh, five of New Orleans' uh, last five games have gone over. Does that worry you at all? I mean, it worries me, but again, we don't have Lonzo here, and we're dealing with the Lakers, which uh, just the defensive-minded focus that the team brings to the game, as well as LeBron playing the fewest minutes in his career uh, this season, just just leads me to, to go hard on that under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like that under. I, I'm probably going to be taking that as well. Munaf, any thoughts on player props tonight? If, are we going to have a B.I. revenge game? Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking at right now. Um, I, 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 You want to get the feeling that Ingram wants to kind of give it back to the Lakers for trading him away, obviously. Um, the number right now I'm seeing is around, what, 22.5 points for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like that over for him to, to – um, score more than that uh last season against the lakers he averaged 23 and a half in four games shot 34 percent, which is not good but um i i think this is a game that the pelicans with ingram and josh hart might have had circled and i think 10 points might be a little <laughs> too much for this lakers team i say that with caution and they could blow them out but um i would lean to the dog and then definitely taking the ingram over points prop Okay, yeah, I uh, I like those bets. I'm seeing that uh, sharp money is pretty heavy on the Lakers. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Zach, what are you thinking? Uh, I hit anything you with else? the uh, – well, anything else? I mean, yeah, just I, li- I like this under, definitely like the B.I. angle. Um, but this also should be a fun – this is the first Zion, real big Zion-LeBron matchup, so it should be fun to watch this primetime ESPN tonight. Oh, definitely, yeah. I got this game uh, locked in on my TV tonight. Uh, Jong, you got anything on this game? Nothing nothing on the sides of the totals. Um, um, because this is a revenge game for BI, um, and I don't think uh, there's going to be two revenge you know, factor. Like, I'm, And I'm talking about Josh Hart. So I'm taking the under 10.5 points at minus 120 odds. He's averaging about eight points, 8.2 points per game this season. And so I'm taking the under 10.5 points. No revenge game for him. Maybe for B.I., but not for Josh. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a good angle. So uh, if anybody has uh, is playing DFS tonight, uh, look for that as well. Um, just want to remind everybody, if anyone wants to jump in, give us some best bets for tonight over any game, whether we've talked about it or not. Uh, please just request to speak, and I'll bring you in. You can give us your bets for tonight. We're going into our final game of the night. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, I want to thank everybody for sticking around and listening to us. We've got the L.A. Clippers minus seven at the Sacramento Kings. I'm seeing a total at 227 and a half. The Clippers are six and six against the spread. They're one and four against the spread in their last five games. Sacramento is five and six against the spread. Uh, Sacramento is the worst defense in the league. Uh, They're dead last in defensive efficiency. They're giving up. 122 points per game to opponents, which is also last in the league. So uh, maybe like that over there. Uh, if the Clippers put up a put up a lot of points, I'm seeing Lou Williams and Pat Bev questionable. So keep an eye on the player props and uh, DFS plays for maybe Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard. Uh, Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, um, 
I, I like that Clippers team total over one sixteen and a half. I think it's kind of kind of low there, especially for the offensive firepower that the Clippers do have, and I think they're one of the best three point shooting teams in the league the, this season. So. Um, Sacramento Kings are giving up 126 points per game over their last three games, and um, so that 116 and a half with the Clippers—that's probably uh, one of my favorite bets tonight on their team total over 116 and a half. Oh yeah, I like that. Uh, Daniel in our chat just mentioned that uh, Batum one and a half three pointers made uh, six games in a row, so maybe hit that as a player prop. Uh, any thoughts on that one, Munaf? Yeah, especially if um, you said Beverly and who else was Batum was questionable. Yeah, Beverly Lou and uh, Lou Williams. Oh, Williams. Yeah, so that might create more minutes for Batum and have the opportunity to knock down um, more three-point shots. But for him to hit it, what six, six straight games? Yeah, if the markets haven't adjusted for that. Then I would. That's something that I would keep keep pounding. Yeah, um, Zach, you got anything here? Yeah, no, Munaf, you read. I I really like that Clippers team total over, or just the over in general. Obviously, two of the you know worst, two of the five worst defenses in the league here matching up, and you know a couple explosive offenses. So the matchup is uh, ripe for both sides to score. Definitely think this Clippers team could break out a little bit here offensively. Um, yeah, that that team total over one sixteen and a half looks really good. Yeah, I, I like the uh, game total over as well as one of my best bets, 227 and a half. Because I'm seeing right now Sacramento's five of their six, uh, five of their six last games have gone over, and uh, four of the Clippers' last six games have gone over. Uh, Jong, you got anything on this game? How fast can I say over? Man, I over. love that over, over uh, 227 uh, and a half. And uh, I might even, since this is the one of the bets I'm going to be hammering, I'm going to probably sprinkle a parlay on this and the Chicago Bulls money line um, just because I, I feel confident about this game, the over 227 I want to see um, a parlay on the Chicago money line as well I like, that. I like that parlay for sure. Any other best bets for tonight? Uh, off for Zach or if anybody else wants to jump in and give us some best bets for tonight before we get out of here, I'd love to hear it uh, Munaf, let's start with you, anything else? Um, I was just looking at the Clippers. Maybe the first half Clippers team total uh, of six, over 60 might be a good bet also. Uh, Sacramento is second to last in first half points per allowed at almost 63 points per game. And now you got to take on Kawhi and Paul George and Ibaka and these guys that can knock down three-point shots. So um, I think, you know, the pace might be a little higher in this game because um, – Sacramento does like playing at a higher pace, especially with De'Aaron Fox and uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Hill getting up and down the court. Only concern might be is that the Clippers are second to last in uh, possessions per game, right around 100, but um, their offensive efficiency is, can make up for that. So that might be another angle to look at in this game. And I know me and Zach have been all over Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, I, I specifically tune in to watch these Kings games for this guy. And I mean, this, he's, he's such a, such a baller. He gets the ball up and down the court and he, he's knocking down those corner three point shots for them. So um, really like what I've seen from Sacramento, at least on the offensive side. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like watching Halliburton. I've been really bummed out about Marvin Bagley, or should I say Marvin Badley. Yep, that's comedy writing right there, people. Uh, he <laughs> is uh, averaging three points less than his rookie season. Um, just really disappointed. I, you know, I want him to succeed. Um, 
I like him as a player, but uh, just tough to watch recently. But Halliburton's been great. Yeah, Zach, where are you going? Yeah, I like that Clippers team total over. Uh, maybe Celtics team total under 108.5 with that depleted roster. Could be nice, uh, low pace game with some good defenses. And then, you know, I think one thing, McKee, you, you had me on the trend of just road dogs just winning outright. So maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe take a stab with Mavericks money line or even Pelicans money line tonight. Uh, you know, get weird little Friday night NBA. Uh, yeah, so I really like know, I that. Think, I really like that Mavericks money line actually. Yeah, uh, Daniel just two fifty, so that that'll be fun. Yeah, that's 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 a nice little payout right there. Daniel asks, can we have some parlay fun each show? Give us a low risk, high reward parlay to play at the end of the show. Uh, anybody want to throw out any other parlays? I know uh, uh, John just gave us one. Um, I'm going to look at some odds maybe real fast before we get out of here. Moon, if you got anything? Uh, let me look real quick. Let's see if we can get or Maybe Zach or John, you got another one? Sorry, I, I might have one. Um, I'm thinking um, Brandon Ingram um, over over. 20 um par- parlayed with uh orlando uh, is it orlando um Vujicic, Vujicic, um mm-hmm. yep over 20 so that's gonna be about plus 103 uh i i like it so i might as well uh put some sprinkle some money on that half a unit or so nice i like that uh anybody else moon off or zach yeah i got how about jazz money line with or Jazz minus six with Mavericks money line plus two fifty. I'm seeing that ten to win five fifty seven, so plus five seventy. Ooh, I like that. That yeah. Get crazy on this Friday night for sure. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. I'm gonna get out of here. I mean, this has been really fun. Thanks everybody for sticking around. And, yeah, this uh, is awesome. It's our Friday picks. We will uh I mean make sure to follow us. Uh, or, I mean, subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast on Spotify and Apple. Uh, we, Zach and I, are, and Moon Off a lot of days as well, uh, putting up shows three or four times a week. We will be back on Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to go through the MLK Day games, which I'm real excited about. There's a lot of great matchups. Uh, and so make sure to be back here 11 a.m., uh, on Locker Room on uh, Monday morning, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, please bring your picks. Bring your parlays. We'll make sure to uh, to have some parlays to give out at the end of uh, at the end of the show next time um, so we can all play it together and see how it goes. Uh, everybody have a great weekend and uh, make sure to check out NBAGamblingPodcast.com for our, our most recent picks and articles by Moonoff. And uh, all, all kinds of great free content. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.